You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. Don't struggle to align your organization's cybersecurity with business risk. Get the only solution that goes beyond reacting to threats with vulnerability and risk monitoring. You need the next evolution of MDR, and only Critical Start delivers it. Critical Start doesn't just monitor and respond to threats. They put you in control by detecting suspicious activities, quickly responding to contained threats, and identifying your most critical assets and protecting them against vulnerabilities and exposures. With continuous visibility, expert guidance, and measurable risk reduction, Critical Start has redefined what it means to manage cyber risk. Demonstrate provable security maturity to your leadership while positioning your program to achieve the greatest risk reduction per dollar spent. Stop fearing risk and start managing it with Critical Start. Visit criticalstart.com and request a demo today. That's criticalstart.com. Is the dark overlord playing the media about stolen healthcare data? Guccifer 2.0's story gets more complicated, but the details aren't lending verisimilitude to what remains a bald and unconvincing narrative. The World Check database leak seems to have been contained. Oculus's Twitter account was hijacked briefly. Point-of-sale breaches put the onus for protection on the customer, and some governments seem to advance their ability to control the Internet. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Thursday, June 30th, 2016. The dark web still has the purported millions of healthcare records for sale, but the purported hacker Dark Overlord has changed his barking in ways that lead Motherboard, for one, to conclude that he's gaming the media and really interested in profiting by extortion as opposed to wholesale data sale. I have a reputation with this handle now, says the Dark Overlord. Another step accomplished. Every time I put up a new listing, it gets reported without hesitation now. There are suggestions that Mr. Overlord is posturing before the media in the hopes of inducing victimized organizations to pay for the return of their data. And of course, the quality and provenance of the data being offered in the real deal market remain largely a matter of conjecture. After several days of silence, Guccifer 2.0 has resurfaced with a blog entry deriding the many people who've attributed the DNC hack to Russian intelligence services. He's even included a fact page. In brief, he, and Guccifer 2.0 specifically identifies himself as a man. He calls the DNC hack a personal project and dismisses CrowdStrike as an outfit that would finger anyone as a Russian hacker. Few seem to be buying this story, however. Its details are hazy, and the romantic chatter about self-preservation and the need for anonymity strike most as unconvincing misdirection. And of course, CrowdStrike isn't the only one who regards Guccifer 2.0 as a Russian sock puppet. SecureWorks presents evidence that the DNC hack was one aspect of a comprehensive espionage campaign against U.S. targets known to be of close interest to the Russian government. ThreatConnect lays out the evidence available to its researchers and concludes that Guccifer 2.0 is a denial-and-deception operation, most probably mounted by Russian intelligence services. Their evidence is admittedly circumstantial, but ThreatConnect's reasoning is interesting and worth a look. You'll find a link to their treatment in today's CyberWire daily news brief. 
And by the way, CrowdStrike isn't the only company Guccifer 2.0 names and dispatches. He also rags Kaspersky, which he claims has deliberately created the myth about the almighty Russian hackers, because it's good for business. Kaspersky, of course, is Eugene Kaspersky's eponymous and very Russian security company. But as we say, what Guccifer 2.0 is selling, few are buying. Researcher Chris Vickery reports that a 2014 version of Thomson Reuters' widely used World Check database of terrorist actors has leaked online. Thomson Reuters says it's secured the third-party source of the leak. We hear from Andrew Komarov, chief intelligence officer at InfoArmor, who told us, quote, Upon review, the data appears likely to have been stolen from one of WorldCheck's partners or customers who is likely using it in their own operations, end quote. WorldCheck, used for watchlisting and other purposes by private and governmental organizations, including banks and police forces, is controversial for some of the people and organizations it includes as connected with terror. Such watchlisting clearly has its uses in flagging potentially illicit transactions. We've heard this week about another round of fraudulent SWIFT-related money transfers affecting banks in Ukraine and Russia. Today we hear from strategic expert Dan Pastor on how criminals can accomplish such fraud. Uh, we've seen the rising trend not only in specific attacks on SWIFT, but specific dedicated financially driven attacks on monetary value assets such as bank accounts, and specifically on financial transactions. Basically, what we were able to see is that this has basically been a trend that's been rising since the beginning of January 2015. While a lot of the industry might have been surprised about the rise, or the the quick rise in attacks on on SWIFT and specifically on banks, we can actually show that it's, it's been in the making for quite a while now. If you use this analysis, if you use this, this trend analysis and look at it in you know, a wider perspective, uh, you can actually forecast these types of attacks and, and be better prepared for that in, in the future. Pastor says these attacks coincide with a shift in availability of sophisticated attack tools. Less capable attackers that in the past were not able to use highly sophisticated or advanced attack methods have now been able to get much, much more into it uh, due to the, the, what we call the trend of proliferation of advanced attack methods. There has been much more dedicated and, and focused and sophisticated uh, attacks or attack methods that have been used, uh, which in the past were only used by, by nation states or, or truly advanced attackers. You don't need to be a once-in-a-generation attacker or, or, or a hacker in order to perform these advanced attacks. What you need to do is have uh, sufficient funds and sufficient CPU, I guess, and you need to know what your targets are. So, so that's, that's a very, very alarming and interesting trend we've been able to see, and, and you can see that actually coinciding with, with the attacks on SWIFT. That's Dan Pastor from Cytegic. Oculus, the California-based virtual reality company, hasn't appointed a new CEO. If you follow them on Twitter, you may have heard that news, but it's a hoax. Instead, Oculus has become the latest high-profile tech company to sustain a social media hijacking. Their Twitter account is now back under company control. The Internet of Things' potential to be exploited in distributed denial-of-service attacks has been realized this week in the form of a large botnet of Internet-connected security cameras. Lizard Squad's Lizard Stressor tool has been implicated in forming the botnet and hurting the bots. 
Observers think this augurs more use of lizard stressor in DDoS attacks involving the IoT. The fig leaf of security testing Lizard Squad had once draped over Lizard Stressor has by now largely withered and dropped. Its uses are by now pretty clearly criminal. There's not even a plausibly gray hat claim to be made about it. The Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas and the fast dining chain Noodles & Company both confirm they've suffered data breaches that affect customer pay card information. Brad Boosie of StealthBits Technology tells us that this is a sign of the inability of legacy anti-malware approaches to keep pace with emerging threats. He notes that it's always a good idea to minimize your attack surface and isolate inherently vulnerable point-of-sale systems. Quote, when you cut off the traditional methods of malware propagation, the number of breaches will fall significantly. End quote. And last lines, Craig Kensick gives Noodles props for being relatively transparent about the breach they suffered. He does note that the duration of the breach at Noodles & Company, about six months, makes it difficult to notify all affected customers, and that so far Noodles has advised everyone to look over their card statements for anomalous charges. Since doing so is universally regarded as common-sense good practice whether or not a breach has been disclosed, this strikes Kensick as placing too much of the onus on the customers. Quote, Target offered customers whose credit card or debit card info was compromised a free credit watch service for a year. Noodles and Company may want to consider this for affected customers. End quote. Turning to policy news, one of the concerns surrounding the Brexit referendum in the UK is that anti Brexit hacktivism will surge. Hacktivism in particular, but other kinds of cyber attacks also, do seem to be keyed to events in the physical world, including anniversaries, historically significant dates, holidays, seasons, and so on. We spoke with Level 3's Dale Drew about the seasonal nature of cyber attacks. We'll hear from him after the break. Finally, to end on an unfortunately downbeat note, information may well want to be free, but in some places it's being put pretty firmly in chains, or at least under house arrest. Russia is about to require, in a formal and legal way, that software vendors backdoor their products and give keys to the government. And observers note the retirement of Liu Wei, head of China's central leading group for cyberspace affairs, the country's Internet Control Authority. Back in 2000, U.S. President Clinton ironically wished the Chinese government good luck in its efforts to control the web, saying they might as well try to nail Jello to the wall. Liu Wei seems to have succeeded in advancing what he would probably call Internet sovereignty more than anyone expected. Jello, meet wall. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use. With zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications, so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. 
Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Joining me once again is Dale Drew. He's the Chief Security Officer at Level 3 Communications. We're leading into summertime here, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. And I'm curious, do we see any shifts in the types of attacks that we see on a seasonal basis? You know, we really do see um, uh, shifts in seasonal activity. Um, I would say at the end of the summer, uh, there's a very large, a very sharp increase in uh, ransomware and classic computer attacks. You know, usually what happens is is that uh, you know college kids enjoy their summer, and when they come back, they've uh, they want to show the botnet that they've amassed, and uh, and so we see a very large uptick in uh, ransomware attacks at the end of the summer. Same thing with the end of the winter, the you know, around uh, the end of December, beginning of January timeframe, uh, that that uh, same uptick with the same activity occurs uh, as well. So those attacks are very seasonal. And and so you're crediting that to uh, to college age kids uh, heading back to school. You know, I I would say for the most part, you know, it, it's a bit of an assumption on our part, uh, and also based on some of the uh, the originating traffic that that uh, we've seen. Uh, but yeah, I'd say for the most part, at least the uptick um, we, we are attributing mostly to 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 college kids coming back from school. All right, summertime and the hacking is easy. Dale Drew, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Rick here. At N2K CyberWire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to share your feedback now.
And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. 